What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. Today, we are going to be talking about Artemis Fowl, which launched on Disney Plus, which it was not supposed to do. The movie's going to be, it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, and I said it right, guys. This is like what? the first director name I ever messed up. You broke your streak. Yeah, I did. I don't know if that's good or bad. So, yeah, but, and actually, you've already heard them, and joining me today is Matt Verlack. Howdy there. And Christopher Kaus. What's up? And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Artemis Fowl. And if you do not know, we are your punk rock, anti-rotten tomatoes, every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film. Here to cut through and analyze the out-of-touch and pretentious viewpoint of many modern critics who have been known to tank movies that we general audiences love and vice versa love things that the rest of us hate. So, guys. What up? Yeah. 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 I'm excited we're back. It feels like we kind of just did this, which Chris didn't just do this. He wasn't yeah, here last week. I was... Working like a mug. We missed you. <laughs> but we had David, which was interesting and fun. Yeah, so it was fun. Got to mix it up. Yeah. And so now today is like extra weird because I've moved my location and I'm on the couch where these guys normally <laughs> are. And I'm the all... The feng shui yeah, has shifted. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... The feng shui is weird. I almost said a word and then I remembered. You guys need to know that today's episode is rated PG. We review... The movies that we're reviewing are actually rated the same as our episode. So we'll keep it PG for you guys. So yeah, that's what's up for today and now. And really, we don't have a ton of news this week, but I did want to talk about two things. I don't know if you guys have heard about either of them. I know one, if Matt has not heard about it, he's going to be aggravated. I can just see it coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so the first piece of news, though, the one that Matt won't be aggravated about is that it's official that Jurassic World 3 is going to be the first major movie to resume production in the UK. No. So it's actually, apparently things are gearing back up. We're going to start production. It looks like on July 6th, they're going to start. So that's not too far away. No. I, I could have swore that they already made a third Jurassic World. Yeah. No, only two so far. Really? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the second one. I did too. Uh, what was that? Uh, Jurassic World mm-hmm. Fallen. World. No, this one's... Fallen World? This one's Fallen... Is it Fallen? No, this one's Domin- Dominion. The other one's Fallen Kingdom, right? Oh, Maybe the second one, and I then can't the remember. first one was just Jurassic World. Pretty sure, but yeah. So, and apparently, it's saying on here. I actually clearly didn't read this article enough before I decided <laughs> to talk about it. It's saying that they're going to be spending five million on on new onset safety measures. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say on real life dinosaurs. Real life dinosaurs. <laughs> well, hey, I did actually see an article this week. Someone claiming that within like the next three or five years, they're going to be able to create dinosaurs. I hope they put their money so, where their mouth is. I, I want to see Jurassic Park yeah. happen in real life. Yeah. yeah. Which well, I want to see what's going to probably happen in this movie, which is that Jurassic or that the dinosaurs are free in real world and they're just eating people just yes. everywhere. So, you know. I mean, what yeah. else to mix up the crazy world we live in? I don't know. Exactly. I, I actually, so I have <laughs> a theory about this. We don't know a whole lot about it. I think that this one is actually going to be a little while after the second one. Spoilers for the second Jurassic World movie. Mm. Did you see it, Chris? Nope. Oh, you, don't, you probably don't want me to spoil it. I wasn't it. a huge fan of the first one. So I thought the I second had... one was a lot better, personally. Wow. It was more of like a horror movie. I mean, you can't spoil it. It's Jurassic it was... Park. Like, and it's also yeah. been out for a long time. True. Yeah. Dinosaurs. 
Well, so in this out. one, they, they like legit People. get out in in the real world. Like they're the, going to be out in. Right. They're not on an island anymore. Yeah. So like Jurassic Park three. Yes. 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 Essentially, and so I think that this one is going to be several years later, and people are learning to like live in a world full of dinosaurs already. Like it's like post apocalyptic dinosaur movie. I hope so. That could be really cool. I really That'd be hope. a real change to so the formula. So it's like yeah. Mad Max and Jurassic Park Dude, mixed that, together. Yeah, that's kind of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I Throw hope that that's what this movie is. I'm game. But yeah, so they're going to start filming, and apparently they have a whole bunch of money that's going to go into on-set safety measures, I guess maybe just due to corona stuff. Yeah, I'm that's got to be what it's going to yeah. be for. I just don't the, know what they're going to do. I'll be very curious to see. Yeah. Everybody's wearing masks for the whole movie. <laughs> the movie and everything. <laughs> that, uh, they CGI the masks out. Oh my God, it'll be like Henry Cavill's mustache all over again. <laughs> <laughs> or they like try to paint the masks to match their nose and mouth yeah so you just see this like this weird like face covering <laughs> it would literally looks... turn into a horror movie <laughs> yes it would yeah and they're just smiling the whole time and their mouths don't yeah. move and they're yeah. talking you see their eyes like their moving eyes. along with their we just have to read their eyes yeah yeah i'm interested uh yeah but all right that's a new I'm... horror movie we should make this <laughs> the, yeah. ma- the mask this is a new the mask oh, yes. the horror, horror version but just a horror it has nothing to do with the other masks yeah yeah yeah, I'm down for that. So the other one, the other piece of news that I think that you might or might not know about. Okay. Have you heard about old Dan Harmon? Mm, yes. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> I saw it today and I was instantly like, we're never going to see Rick and Morty again. Yep. That it's was just done. Yeah. That's what I figured you'd say. So if you haven't seen it, Rick and Morty's creator, Dan Harmon, is going to make a new animated show for Fox and it's looking like it's scheduled for spring of 20. 20- 2022 so so it'd be probably be another two years before next season of rick and morty yeah and if you've the math adds up yeah pretty much so if you've heard previous episodes we regularly complain about how dan Harmon never makes rick and morty so yeah, we were promised tw- 10 seasons some ungodly something, and something crazy yeah, yeah we got all of six episodes yeah. in three years <laughs> yeah. right well and actually which did you finish the new season is done I don't we talked know. about it I last week on the podcast. If I've seen the whole season. Okay. I think the most recent one I saw was the toilet one. That could be just the most oh, one that stuck out in my that mind. That was the most. one of the early ones. Then you're way behind. That's way behind. I know I've seen at least like four or five. There's eight, I think. Oh, okay. Eight or ten. I'm definitely not eight or ten. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Ten? Yeah. The season is done. Well, it's because he, he did like five episodes, took a break yeah. for a year. See, I watched those And then first did five, five more. Then. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's creating another show for Fox, and obviously it'll be along, it'll air along with like Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, Bless the Hearts, all those shows that Duncanville one you watched. Yeah. yeah. Um, their whole animation hour, whatever they call it. So, well, and actually now, literally while we were talking about this, it all clicked into place for me the fact that he's doing this because. Now, Fox is owned by Disney. Disney also owns Hulu. Hulu has the other show that we've talked about on previous episodes. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, what is it with the aliens that is also uh, done? Solar Opposites. Solar, solar opposites. opposites, yep. Which is done by the Justin. other creator, Justin Rowland, the other oh. creator of Rick and Morty. So it makes sense that now Dan Harmon has a relationship with Fox. Yeah, I mean, it's it makes all... sense. It's just kind of strange, you know. You yeah. got okayed. Your show was super successful. You got yep. okayed for 12 seasons. And instead of just working on putting out content for everybody, yeah, they're all off doing these other projects. Yeah, it's weird. And it's just really strange. Yeah, it's like they've almost kind of outgrown their their or overgrown the, their capacity to produce almost. Like and maybe that. that's what it is. Maybe they're burning out. And they're like, we can't find things to write about, so we're going to go do these other shows. Maybe. 
It reminds me of uh, J.R.R. Martin and the whole like putting off writing oh, the last oh, George. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I forgot about Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah like of, oh, he, he's been putting off writing the last book of Game of Thrones For forever, forever yeah. and he's put out different things outside of that. Dan right. Simon's like, becoming right. the new. He's <laughs> right. becoming the new Martin. <laughs> I could kind of see that. You know, add fifty yeah. pounds and a yeah. mustache and a yeah. beard. And there you go. I give him a hat, a weird little flat a hat. Weird hat. And, yeah, and that's all you gotta do. Like, like a the prohibition same. hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. This is interesting. I knew Matt would be a little salty about it, so I figured we'd talk about it because he's always complaining about how Dan Harmon never makes Rick and Morty. So I'm just saying, I don't expect to ever see it no, again. We'll and probably, the thing is, by the time he probably puts out more episodes, will we still be wanting to watch shows like that? I don't yeah. know. Well, and the other weird thing, so we haven't talked about this, um, but word is that all of these new Marvel shows that are coming out, like there's going to be... Uh, Moon Knight and some of the others. So apparently multiple of those shows have picked up Rick and Morty writers. Like Moon Knight has a Rick and Morty writer on it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And I think one of the other shows does too. So with that being the case, it's like if the writers are off doing this other stuff and then Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland are off doing their other things, it's like, is Rick and Morty ever going to come out again? I mean, I wonder how long it takes to write a season of a show. Yeah. I don't, I have legitimately have no idea. I feel like, I don't know, maybe this is, I feel like Rick and Morty would be a tough one to write too. Cause some of theirs get really crazy. Like, or oh, like they I'm had sure. to sit around in a writer's room and like literally work out the logistics of how this is possible. Yeah. You just have to sit there and probably like talk to scientists. Yeah. Like, is this possible? Is this theory? Is this like a thread, a theoretical thing that could yeah. happen? If this made-up technology would work. I mean, exactly. a lot of it is made-up, too. Well, that's, you weren't here last week, Chris, but we were talking about, like, there's an episode in the new season that is super complex and deep and, like... Of Rick and Morty? Yeah, and it's, like, just some interesting... It's bonkers. Th- yeah, I don't... It's also really dark. Yeah, it is. It's some I mean, weird that's... theory. It, it's it's some interesting theory about, basically, like, if you were to have save points on your life. Like, okay. if you were able... Like, a video game. Yeah, so it's... Oh, oh. Yeah, well, like, that, they're bringing in the whole social social points like they do in well, no China no not or, that no uh, literally like if you were like let's no, say literally he can make a mistake and then rewind to a previous save point to a previous save and point. redo it oh, so he can just keep dying it. over and over and over again <laughs> or whatever yeah. so yeah it's pretty interesting okay. you need to watch the rest of the season I it's, will. it's good is it on hulu i think More it is there's i know that there was like a there's like well, two different or it's on hbo hbo max is now ha- hbo max now has rick and morty so it but might it be the on most up to date ones i, I know don't if, like know. some of them host it and they only i'm not sure i'm season. not either we could look on it, hbo max and let you know it's fine i'll just jack so, sparrow yeah. it <laughs> yeah exactly so well we can move on into our what's new with you section which is what we've all been watching lately uh it sounds like both of these guys are super excited about what they're going to talk about yeah. so i'm going to let them go first so we'll let chris go first because okay this this will be i'm interested he's real excited so yeah. tell us man what have you been watching i started watching and finished watching a show mm-hmm. called tabula rasa what it's on netflix and it is a Flemish, which I guess is like close to. I was about to say, what is French? that? It's like it's, it's like the, <laughs> it's the, the language language sounds like a mix of Dutch and French together. Okay, but anyways, uh, it is like a a mystery thriller TV okay. show, and you can just from the synopsis and even like the very get go of it, you know that the main character is a lady who has amnesia from okay. an accident which kind of sounds like a very stereotypical trope for a lot of these things but they yeah. do it 
really well. Like, it's so well done. And obviously it's in subtitles, so that's kind of a strike if you're not into reading. I'm surprised um, you watched it. Oh, no, I watch a lot of subtitles. <laughs> I do, which is oh. funny, because you don't <laughs> read. Right. Sure. I am illiterate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was actually really well done. Like, the mystery part of it is very prevalent throughout the whole series. It's also, like, the thriller suspense part is really well done. Like, way better than, like, The Lodge to bring back an old episode. Yeah. Like, that was... It was so, like, minuscule. But this one is got fantastic physical as well as psychological like suspense thriller i wouldn't go so far is it as kind of horror, like but um was it called dark oh dude dark was no, so good dark is amazing but no you know no. it's had a second season and the third's about to come out i haven't watched the second or the third i my, need to my get problem on was season one was so complex that when i went back to watch season two i was just like i don't know what happened in season one it was so complex right it was good i enjoyed season two did you okay yeah. good it wasn't as good as the first season, but it was good. Okay. But yeah, the show, uh, I would totally check it out. I watched, nice. I just finished it like, I think yesterday was when I watched the last episode, but it's... I mean, you blew through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was spent, obviously I wasn't here last That's week. That's true, so yes. I spent about like, like two a, a weeks. Good, a week. Yeah. But it's nine episodes. They're an hour, 50 minutes long, um, but it's, I would highly recommend it. It's really well done. Um even just like the emotional side of it, acting was great. Nice. Everything about it was really well done. Nice. Yeah. Well, and that's it's a Netflix original now. Uh, I or, or on Netflix, I guess. Yeah, it's probably calling Netflix. it a Netflix yeah, original. Yeah, because they tend to buy out foreign shows now. Yeah. So that's probably it was like showed over there, and then yeah. Netflix jumped in and said, "And eh, now we're buying it exactly to show it for now." Yeah, and it helps the audience because then American viewers, it can get American. Oh, well, yeah. not even just there, you know, English or whatever. Yeah. So other viewers so sweet is that so that's the main thing you've been watching right? yeah that was there was something else i watched and it was a kids movie i watched a kids movie yesterday and i and that's why i was going to bring it up in relation <laughs> to this but i didn't write that one down because <laughs> i was so excited about this mm. I, I wasn't going to talk about it you know what i watched i didn't watch all what of did it you watch the goonies oh dude really? it's on hbo max nice i don't think i ever really watched the goonies what dude dude are you a kid i've been to yeah, Astoria. seriously Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. You'd yeah, we went out there last summer. Yeah, nice. it seems like it'd be really pretty. It is. It's a beautiful area. I would yeah. love to live there. Yeah, I, it seems like a place that would be awesome to go to. Um, Great breweries. Yeah, it's so... Oh, yeah. yeah, the Goonies, still fantastic. I can oh, say yeah. that. And and looking at young teenage Josh Brolin and uh, what's-his-face from uh, Samwise from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. uh, oh what, what is his Gracious, name? I knew it when I was watching the... Yeah movie but now i can't think of it but yeah seeing him in it and like just the two of them playing like brothers and it just oh man and that movie anyways just like touches my heart but i was like yeah we'll just put this on with the kids and then i was like oh this movie actually i can't believe i saw this when i was six years old <laughs> maybe i shouldn't be showing yeah. this to them that's why i was like clark was around and i was like clark you just you got to get another like at least two or three years <laughs> before you can watch this like you're gonna start repeating words that i do not want <laughs> you, you need to a say. little more life under your belt <laughs> yeah but oh my god that movie's still just so funny it's good you need to watch it if you've never seen it seriously it's okay. so good like it holds up and it is yeah. you'll think it's really funny it's it's good good stuff so anyways i'm not trying to take time away i guess you're up next. i mean we're here to shoot yeah the talk <laughs> i've almost said words multiple <laughs> times already it's been a while since we've done it since scoob since we've done a pg episode uh, so coin okay. that phrase yeah shoot the talk <laughs> shoot the talk <laughs> that's my pg phrasing that's right yeah. uh so the first thing is a tv show 
on Amazon called The Feed. Mm. And so I just randomly saw this and I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to watch it. I don't know. I needed something to talk about. And I was like, I'm just going to watch this. I have no idea what this was. And it is a sci-fi thriller mystery. Nice. In the future where... Oh, this is an Amazon original. I saw it. It is. And the whole premise is that people now... And this is almost stealing from a uh, Black Mirror episode. Yeah. But they have these ocular implants that are basically your phone. They do everything. Like, they connect you to people. It also records memories so you can sit there and watch things. Well, the whole premise is from the family that created it. So it's kind of like an Apple product where it's like unhackable. Yeah. It can't get viruses. That'd be kind of bad if it was in Lies. your head. <laughs> the whole world kind of... Well, this is a TV show. Yeah. But so that's the whole premise. This is like a foolproof system that you can have that can is part of you. Mm-hmm. Well, and it has a lot of famous people in it. Yeah. Um, I noticed one Lupin, of the guys. Um, from Harry Potter. I okay. can't remember his name. He's the dad in it. Um, Catelyn Stark. Oh really? She's, she's in the it too. mom in it. Um, there's a handful of other people, famous people. Yeah, that David I can't think Thule of. Is, David Thewlis is the guy from Harry Potter, I think, that's in it. And yeah, there's a bunch of people in this show. Oh yeah, I mean, it had a lot of people in it. But the premise is basically that something is going wrong with the feed because that's what they call it is okay. the feed, and people are blacking or it's like very slow drip. But it's like one person like kind of blacks out and she's like infiltrates it's like a wedding and she's this is the very first episode she goes and she's going along her business as a sous chef and then all of a sudden she just blacks out and she goes and tries to kill the groom who's the son of the creator okay and they're like what, what what's happening this is this is crazy like and so they're trying to figure out the whole time like what's going on like how is this getting hacked and so it's the whole mystery element and yeah. it's so, really it's pretty intense i was about to say where do you sit with it I enjoyed it. Nice. And you finished uh, it, right? Yes. Okay. Finished in a day. Whoa, wow. It's about 10 episodes. Okay. Are they shorter? <laughs> Hour each. Holy crap. <laughs> One day. Jeez. Might have finished it in a day. That's what you call a binge <laughs> right there. So clearly. <laughs> well, I was just like, man, where is this going? Each yeah. episode, I was just like, where? That's and crazy. it was almost all good acting. There was like one or two characters, you know, I wasn't, yeah. didn't quite enjoy. So. Well, it looks I like would, there is a lot of characters in it in general. Yeah, like, and it's one of those things where I love these sci-fi kind of shows. Yeah. So you give me a little bit of realistic sci-fi and a mystery and just run with it, I'm here for it. Nice. So next thing. <laughs> you, start, you say that with a <laughs> So is this it's, an anime? This is, is this a Matt really movie? No, 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 no. This is another Matt movie, though. Okay, it's called okay. Killing Gunther. Okay. And it is a comedy mockumentary assassination <laughs> Um movie and so the whole premise is that this guy is going to get a team of assassins together and make a documentary of him killing and them killing the best assassin in the world named gunther oh my god and it is is that arnold schwarzenegger arnold schwarzenegger is gunther (laughs) yes and so it is just it's not meant to be taken serious it's obviously a comedy it's just it's base. It's just funny from the beginning like all the characters are ridiculous over-the-top characters yeah and like they're like all out there like cheerleading and celebrating when they think they kill him by like blowing up a car and then one of them gets shot in the head because it's also an action movie so i mean this is not a kid's movie by any means or anything like that but yeah it was just i was just sitting it came out in like 2017 i think i might have seen it before i just completely forgot about it (laughs) but then i was rewatching it i was laughing i was like man this is actually what did you watch it on uh, it's on netflix i think it was a new addition to netflix interesting yeah Nice. You know what instantly came to mind and made me really sad is I was 
thinking of Gunther from Adventure Time. It's like they're trying uh, to kill a penguin, <laughs> the most adorable penguin in the world. Yeah, this but Gunther, he would be an assassin for sure. So I actually just noticed this is by Saban Films, and they have been putting out a bunch of stuff. Like they put out the movie we did last week, which was uh, Come to Daddy. They also oh, really? did Guns Akimbo. So Saban so then is this, doing this some makes weird sense stuff because this is it's literally told from the sense of like a documentary. Like, it's all from yeah. documentary cameras. Oh, this is directed. This is actually, I'm pretty sure, directed by, uh, it is, one of the SNL guys. Um, Taron Killam? Killiam? He's, yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he's one of the SNL dudes. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, he, he directed it, apparently. See? It all makes sense. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because it was just like, hey, here's this like a it's kind of like what we do in the shadows is, is like a mockumentary. Yeah. Right. So it's basically the same kind of formula, but take a bunch of assassins hunting down the top assassin, trying to make yeah. their name famous. Oh, and he's the character actually he's in the movie. I guess he's the main character. Is he the main Blake. character? He's Blake. Okay. I I figured yeah. when there was like an SNL guy in there, I was like, of course he's gonna put himself in there as the main character. Yeah. Which is really his character is just a ridiculous character. Okay, nice. I might have to watch this. This seems pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can't pick it apart, but like one of the yeah. assassins <laughs> believes in using poison, but he just keeps like jars of poison and he just tries to throw them at people. <laughs> so like they're getting shot at and he's like, oh, lay down some cover fire for me. And he runs out and throws a vial towards a building and then like spritz back inside. Nice. You're like, obviously you just threw your vial of... <laughs> poison five feet and it didn't even make it to the building but then also that same guy if you if he sees blood he starts throwing up oh my god that's that's what i'm talking it's about like, like, when it's like ridiculous characters yeah. yeah like these characters are just like huh. what what that's pretty <laughs> so, funny nice yeah so then to change it up oh, completely else. look at him go the third thing we watched all right is a documentary okay called red dog red dog and the Xenos just picked this out and started watching, and I was like, what are we watching? So it's a son doc- making a documentary based on his mom, who is a stripper at a famous Oklahoma strip club called The Red Dog. Okay. It's like a two-hour It's a two-hour documentary on Hulu. Okay. And it's him interviewing, because um, he grew up there in, in Red Dog, basically, because yeah. his mom was a stripper until he was like 10. So he grew up there. He was interviewing his mom, other strippers, uh, the son of the owner at the time, uh, a son of another stripper, his dad, some of the regulars that used to go there because they all kind of like a family unit at the time. It was just very interesting because it's one of those documentaries that's kind of about nothing. (laughs) Right. But it's interesting because it's just about like this behind the scene culture of this this very famous strip club. Hmm. Huh. I definitely recommend it. Just what, to you watch that on Netflix. Too? It's on Hulu. Oh, that's Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Hulu seems to be doing a lot of. They are, well, not doing, but they have a lot of documentaries and things like that on there. Yeah, and it's actually done really well. Um, they have these weird, like, behind the scene animations that are cartoony. Oh, cool. And I'm just like, these were so out of place because it's like his 80 year old mom talking about all the stripper stuff, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Weesh. it's like this cartoony like transfer to something else. Huh. Yeah. And I was just it's like, kind oh. of like our American life. Like, yeah. Have you seen those videos where like yeah. Yeah. people talking about they just have animation in the background, right? And that's kind of what will happen. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. So it'd be like, yeah, and this was up on up on the stage, and I did this weird move, and then it'll show an animated version of it. It doesn't look bad. It's just very artistically done. Sure. Nice. So it was just a very interesting, interesting thing to watch because yeah. we had no idea. We were just Zena likes to watch documentaries, so she was just 
thumbing through and she was like, oh, let's just see what this one is. Nice. And there we were. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's a perfect thing to talk about yeah. before we review a kid's show. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Perfect. Well, Stripper I'll, I'll be able to, um, okay, I'll talk about two. I'll keep, I'll do my first kid-friendly one. So we all, I think literally on the first episode of this podcast, talked about Kipo. Yep. Uh, which is Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. So I think we actually mentioned it on a previous episode, but the new season has launched on Netflix. And we loved the first season. I have watched all but the final episode of the new season of Kipo, and I can confirm that the show is still fantastic. Awesome. Like, yeah, Chris was actually the one that was the first one of us to get he on was. it and recommend it. It's a rarity, Thank so... <laughs> it is very rare. And it's a great show. Yeah, so. it's yeah, so it good. It's, it's, yeah. it, well, and I love, like, Western anime, like, like yeah. American anime versus... It, it just, I can get into it a lot more. It's Sometimes some of the other kinds can just get Not as dramatic. Too, not, yes, I guess it's just the, <laughs> the drama of the non-Western anime. But the other, uh, the other big draw to this one is just the level of like all the music and stuff in it and it's a gorgeous show the music's still awesome i've got a bunch of new music i've been listening to from this season like the story so this story in this season is really good awesome and they get into it really deep because the whole thing about the first season is you find out that she's got some mutant capabilities and so this gets deep into like why she's that way like actually all of her parents background it's surprisingly deep and my kids have loved this new season too like nice. they've been hanging on the story for every episode so they seem to really be into it but um yeah this new season of kipo is really good so check out season two of kipo or season one if you haven't watched it at all and honestly i mean clark he's about to turn four and he can still watch it and be totally into it and stuff so it's really pretty kid friendly but also adults can enjoy it so obviously Chris watched it all on his own, which granted he's always the one giving us kid movie recommendations. And I'm <laughs> Enjoy the kids. kids. They're lighthearted in the movie, yeah. for right. the most part. Exactly. Yeah. And nowadays that's uh, lighthearted is kind of nice. That's what I seek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'll say that, yeah, this season is very good and it has, a, and actually gets into the depth of some of the other characters that were brought up in the first season that you don't think are going to be as, have as much depth as they do. There's Please some, tell me there's the lumberjack kitties are in it. A little bit, yes. Not as much as you'd like. Yeah. The Lumbercats are the best. A lot of good new characters? There are some new characters. It's actually a lot of returning characters, surprisingly. Okay. There are some new characters. There's new villains and things. Yeah. And so it's there's there's a, a lot of mystery to this season. This cool. is cool, cool, cool. very, very good. So, yeah, check that out. Check out Kipo. But, so the other thing I'm going to do is I watched a show called Search Party. The show is on HBO Max now. It originally, now it's being marketed as an HBO Max show. I don't know if they picked up the show. It was on TBS and nobody really watches TBS. <laughs> so like, it's just, so now they're on, I think like their fourth season, but I remembered it once HBO Max started advertising it to me. And I was like, oh, I forgot this show was out. And now they're kind of marketing it as like one of their shows. So, uh, which is kind of, I guess it's edited when it's on TBS because that's regular cable. And this show has some stuff in it that I can't imagine being on regular television. But so the thing about the show, I'm going to keep watching. It's intriguing. They call it a dark comedy. It's 
the most millennial show I have ever seen in my life. And if you know anything about me, I am a millennial, but I hate millennials with a passion. You're an old man. Yes, at heart. I'm an old man millennial for sure. This is a super millennial show. So to a degree, I struggle with some of the characters. I think if you've ever watched Girls, like the behavior and the way that the people are in Girls are, is kind of how these characters are, where they're like, you know, how millennials, they like to poke fun at how millennials are very self-absorbed and very um into just like appearances and the very like social justicey nature of how they can be and it's a lot of that kind of stuff but honestly i do like how it's poking fun at some of that while also just like being kind of honest but over the top about it yeah it's just kind of a weird I, I don't know but long story short <laughs> i'm gonna watch some more i will touch back in on it i've watched two some of it rubbed me the wrong way some of it i like but the interesting thing I, the, why i wanted to see it is it's a mystery show like and it's only like a twenty or thirty minute episode. You said mm-hmm. you've seen two two, two yes. seasons or episodes? two episodes oh, okay. is all. Oh, just so two episodes. Fresh yeah. into yeah, it. I am, and actually, I feel like you might like this show, Chris. I'd be interested to see. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> it, it, it's it's following this mystery of a missing girl, and uh, the main character becomes obsessed with it because she knew the girl that went missing, and just is devastated by it, even though she barely knew the girl that went missing. And so that's part of poking fun at is like, you don't even know this person. Why do you care? Like, why are you this worried about it? And she's just like, I don't know. It could happen to me. It could have like, who knows, you know, suspicious. Yeah. It's real weird. So, but like I said, four seasons in now. So I don't know. I feel like it must be on different mysteries at this point, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll see unless they don't solve the mystery in the first season, which I would be surprised of, but this show is very adult. So I'll say that like, this is not a kid friendly show. There's some stuff in this show. A lot of the things kind of reminded me a good bit of, of girls with some of the jokes and like how the people are and all of that. But it's, it's interesting. I'd say, check it out. If you're into mysteries and you were into girls, probably. And like I said, it's a 20 or 30 minute kind of a comedy esque mystery thing. So, (laughs) but yeah, so that was search party and it's on HBO max now. And the new season, I think actually just came out season four. So, or it's slowly coming out or something. So anyways, yeah, that's all that I have watched as far as what's going on. And then, like I said, I checked in on Goonies the other day. So (laughs) at this point, I think we should go ahead and get on into talking about Artemis fowl, everything. Artemis fowl. So, yeah, so with this movie, what we're going to do, and we do this every week, is we're going to give you our uh, thoughts on who should and should not see the film, and then we'll give our tomato score predictions. So as you probably know, we don't like to get into too much about the actual review, so we'll just tell you who we think should and shouldn't see it, and then we'll kind of talk about what we think the lowdown is on Rotten Tomatoes. So... Guys, who shouldn't shouldn't see this thing? Matt is the master of the making connections <laughs> to movies. So. All right, so I have two connections here. Okay, there was this old movie series called uh, Agent Cody Banks. No, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was about a young like kid spy, kid that's a spy yeah. and all that. So that I got a lot of the same vibes from that. I can and see there's that. another one. that's actually the same premise. I read the books around the same time, so yeah. that's why I associate them. Okay, the movie was called Stormbreaker. Huh. It's called like the Alex Ryder story, but it's basically yeah. very similar. It's like a teenager who finds out finds out that his dad was a spy, and he gets sent okay. off to like this boarding school, and things are happening there, and he has to like figure out why. Yeah, but it's very much like the same like age range, kind okay. of like being kind of a cool dude. Yeah, doing... you know, when you're like 13, just being <laughs> right, like, cool. the coolest. But like it, re- kind of parts of it reminded me a little bit in a different way. Don't 
of like Harry Potter. That's exactly what I was uh, it, like, yeah. especially early Harry Potter years. Like, okay. like yeah. episode one, two of Harry Potter. Yeah. I can see um, that. Is kind of what it reminded me of to a degree. Uh, that's probably the closest I can get to it. And there was something else that actually, when you were saying your stuff popped into my head and now I can't think of what it is, but it is very much, I mean, it is like this movie is very much geared towards that age bracket. Like it's towards your, Mm, 10 9 9 10 to what probably like 14 15 year yeah. old yeah i think so i don't think like teenagers would watch this and be like yeah, yeah i'm into this but if you're yeah like 8 to 12 years old yeah i think you'd be quite on board like, i think yeah. so too but and, th- then on the same hand if you're under eight or so i don't see kids that age getting into it no like, i agree i, I think can see my kids a very bored. specific kind of age or well bracket. i say bored i don't think my kids would be bored i get uh, bored was the wrong word lost I can see younger kids getting lost for sure as far as what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, and I can think about like, like back when, like, I don't know if y'all remember, we were a little bit older for this when it came out, but like bridge to Terabithia and like those very, there is these type of movies are very much geared at a certain age bracket. It's like that tween. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. I think, you know, if you've got a kid in that age and honestly adults can enjoy this too. I think yeah. it's like, I, I wouldn't say like, your adults are going to hate this movie. Like, I think they could, it's just a matter of, you know, I don't know. It's because there are plenty of adults and stuff that love Harry Potter too. And this clearly, and it's based off of a book series, right? Which, and we'll get into it when we get into it. Yeah, yeah, that's part of our review. Yeah. I mean, you, you, uh, you read the books, so yeah, I did. You'll, you'll be kind of our source on <laughs> it's this been whole thing. The master, like eighteen years. Yeah, maybe you have <laughs> some memories of it because I know that you were you were the main one that was excited about this movie. Yeah, I was. So I mean, I um, I don't know. I didn't know anything. I talk about coming in blind. I know nothing about the books and nothing about this movie before I saw it. I came in one hundred percent blind. The only thing I knew was the director, which is Kenneth Branagh. And so if you're not familiar with him, I mean, he's been in tons of movies, but the, his biggest thing that he did recently was he directed murder on the Orient express, which I absolutely adored. It was a really good movie. Yeah. I love that movie. So it made me excited about this because he was directing it and they're doing a sequel to murder on the Orient express actually as well. And he is the main, yeah. And he's the main That's character. Weird, actually. Well, it's the, like, their book series. Knowing how it ended. Well, no, no, no. Well, it's about, it's the a train going detect- the other way. I know. Right. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's about, uh, the, main character the detective yeah that it's because they're based off of uh, agatha christie book series about him and about that detective yeah he's basically sherlock holmes-esque type of character so and kenneth branagh the director is that character so okay he it's the same guy wait show him again sorry yeah he's uh sorry we're looking at imdb here it's not good for your eyes but yeah that's him that looks nothing it, like the no. dude that was in that. Because he has so, like a big old He has a giant mustache. He has That's a big, huge is. mustache. Without the mustache, he looks like a different human being. Like, he's unrecognizable. <laughs> but, and yeah, he's done a lot of movies and film. You've seen him around forever. He's a pretty popular British actor and now director. And so, anyways, but I, I was excited that he was doing it. So, I was pretty excited about this movie. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. So, we'll leave it at that. But as far as who should and shouldn't see it, you know, you can base what you think about that off what we've said. So... From there, let's go ahead and talk about our Rotten Tomato scores. I am really interested to hear what you guys think the critics and the general public have to say about this movie. So, who wants to go first? Matt? Blint. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I haven't... Okay, so... 
I'm going to have to be very careful about what I say. Because you've seen the scores? I have seen a score. Ah. So when David did the podcast last week, he was running the computer and he had the Rotten Tomatoes scores up for last week's movie. Yeah. But the screen that was up actually had the scores for this movie Uh, as well. So mm. I saw the... I don't know what the audience score is. Then you go last. Yeah, Yeah. I'll go last. But I actually won't even say what I think that the... um, Critics. Critic review the score is because it's too much of a giveaway. Okay, I don't want you to know. No, that's fine. Well, I mean, that's if fine. you go last, it doesn't matter. But I mean, I guess it spoils it for the. Crowd, yeah, we'll save it. Okay, I'll, I'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll, just don't yeah. say it at all. That, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So, okay. Matt, what, what, do you, right. what do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I'm so torn because this is a movie that's so like pointed at a certain crowd. I feel. Yeah, and well, and as we've discussed and we've talked about in the past. Critics don't seem to care if it's a kids movie or not as to whether they tank it. They don't I think view it critics, through kids size. Right. Maybe a mm. 55 I think for critics. 55. And I honestly think audience is going to like it more. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with 75 for audience. Okay, so Matt, you said what was it a 50 55 and then 75. Okay. What you got, Chris? Um I'm going to say it's extremely low mm-hmm. on for critics. critics. Okay. But I'm going to add 10 points baseline just because Dame Judy Dench is in it. Yeah. <laughs> she just makes everything like yeah. immensely better. Um, so I'm going to say 47 okay. critics. Okay. So you would have guessed a 37. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, audience, okay. I would say, goodness. 53 okay okay i kind of want to go 56 but yeah i'm gonna keep my mouth shut on any of that i'm not gonna give any opinions so uh i'll say for the audience because i did not see that i'm gonna guess maybe in like the 60s maybe like a 62 for audience okay and i'll just leave it at that i don't want to talk about anymore just because y'all don't know what the other score is so uh yeah so from here we'll go straight into our review so this is the part where it's going to be spoilers from here on down so everything that we say from now is going to spoil the movie and we're going to just break it down and talk about it so join us starting now so guys what up i want to know what y'all think so i think we should start with matt since he's the most familiar with the subject matter um i enjoyed it did you but i i kind of i did know going in what the premise was going to be sure i didn't know the exact plot like i didn't know about i couldn't remember anyways because like i said i think i read this book when i was in middle school yeah so it's been like a long time since i've read this book sure you know yeah but i just i read the whole series when i was in middle school and i really enjoyed it like i thought this was like for me in middle school this was like my jam i was like this is awesome that's what i think about like animorphs like they made an animorph they are making a movie no they're not i'm pretty sure i saw some news today saying they were making a movie you tempt me hey i'm tempting you you can call me a temptress yeah you could be like the snake or yeah a roach dude yeah what 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 animorph would you be what animal would you be i like this idea yeah what um i want to be a buffalo god what would i be a a panda no 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 sloth no 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 no. you'd be a penguin Ping- uh, you would be a penguin. Yeah. You would be or a, on board a trash that. panda. <laughs> yeah. I I'm could see also, you being a raccoon. Like, that's literally yeah. my favorite animal. Well, yeah. okay, a red panda is my favorite animal, but yeah. I could see you being a raccoon. A second. Or a penguin. Either yeah. of those. I could see you I love trash. Ooh, a possum. <laughs> there we go. They're not, they're not <laughs> as the cute, worst. But they also love trash. And, and they, they also can play dead. Like it's their job. They do play dead. Yeah. 
Okay, Matt, Animorph. Go. I would want to be a bison. A bison? American I could see you, be, you would be an American you would buffalo. Be. I could see that. But that's yeah. my preference. I don't nice. know. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I will be, agree with you on that. I, would right. be like yes. a, I think I'd be like a brown bear. I could be a, a brown bear, maybe. Are, yeah. you, are you a bear? Um, you know, In if I was like, yeah. you know, some around the community call me that. But <laughs> I'm Just don't let the wife and kids here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on the PG episode. I don't know. I always liked the dude that was the falcon, though. I always thought it would be, or I think it was like, or no, he was a hawk. Yeah. yeah. Being a hawk would be pretty dope. But then somebody would probably just like, Shh, yeah, being a bird would be cool. Yeah. But you're protected. Yeah. Which is you cool. are. You're protected. But then you have a lot of like little birds that just pest the, you Yeah. Just, or you could just be a little bird because nobody hunts little birds. That's true. Except bigger birds. But if you're like, you can just turn into a human the second they grab you, you're like, bow, bird. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Take that bird and then turn back in a little bird and fly away. Birds yeah. are the stupidest people. They so. are the birds of the stupidest <laughs> That is a people. fact. So that was your Animorph Minute. <laughs> yep. And yeah, uh, as we digress. So, what were we even talking about? So, <laughs> Artemis Fowl. That's uh, why. Right. It, yeah. Fowl. Oh, I was just saying. Birds. You were thinking where I was. That I, I really you enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Um, so I, all in all, you'd say you enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. There was definitely things that I was kind of like... Huh. Come on. Yeah. Did it live up to your childhood expectations? Um, like if I think so, because nowadays, yeah. like, the graphics and all that, like, when they're under, like, the time stopping and yeah. going down and, like, the yeah. graphics Dude, the, the special troll. effects in this movie, I thought were awesome. I did, too. Like Honestly. I, like, they could have done this movie yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. And but nowadays? Have, yeah. It would have not looked it was awesome. even remotely as good yeah. as it did. I'll, I'll give it credit for that. Um, I guess I'll go. So, as far as liking it or not. So, I'm really torn on this movie. I there are things that I don't like about this movie, but as viewing it from kids' eyes, especially in that like age bracket, I feel like kids would enjoy it. Like I feel like if I was twelve and I saw this, I'd be like, "Yo, this movie is what's right, up. like right." And we could see it being like a cult classic for like certain kids, like for sure. But on the same hand, like, and I was really digging it and stuff. The end of this movie falls apart for me like and we can get into it later like yeah. I, I just felt like this movie like all of a sudden they put on the brakes and the movie just ended when it could have had another like 20 minutes to it yeah i, I don't know why what happened there and I, yeah. I agree with you on that yeah like i felt like and i honestly felt like even throughout like i felt like stuff was cut out like things were missing yeah uh, you that's, too that's literally my biggest complaint yeah not to go into detail on it yeah. but my biggest complaint is that I would love this if they didn't rush it. Yeah, yeah, like, agree. It felt so, so rushed. rushed the entire I agree. movie, and I would love it so much more than yeah. I do if they would have just spent more time on it. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. Like, because I didn't hate this movie. I didn't think no. it was terrible. It was. I thought there was a lot of well done things, but like Chris said, it was just I was right there where I was like, wait, wait, what? Like, why are we here I already? Wanted more. But yeah, I wanted well, more. I see what they, I feel. What they did was instead of making it like a two hour or two and a half hour movie. They decided they were going to stop in the middle. Yeah. So that they can make two movies. Yeah. Is really okay. what I felt. Because they, they bring up that whole, that one villain who's like kidnapped yeah. his dad. And that who villain never comes to light. But you don't ever. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, obviously this is a villain for a second movie. Yeah. But it could have been something where this villain could have also come up and tried to steal the um, the stone or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oculus. The Oculus. No, it wasn't Oculus. It was a, it was a weirder name than that. Like a I don't know. Oh, it was not Oculus. Pretty close to that. It was close it was, to it that. It was close, but it was a weirder word. It was. Anyways. Animorph. Yeah, it was the animorph. <laughs> still still the animorph. The possum animorph. But the, they should have a, they should have had a bigger play in it besides just convincing one of the like, commander 
elves to help him or fairies. Yeah. That, that was that was. I wish they had done something more with that. They could have added fifteen to twenty more minutes where yeah. they could have like jumped in, tried to grab it from him. It failed. They could have had like a chase scene or whatever, and then that uh, fairy could have like slipped out of there somehow. And, and just some more like, and I know it's a kids' movie. They like to keep kids' movies slim and like moving quickly and whatever but like the harry, harry potter movies weren't concerned with that and they were a huge success right and they were like that's like lord of the rings for kids yeah exactly and, and i feel like this movie had the potential to be that and someone intervened and was like this movie is 20 minutes too long we're gonna just cut chunks out of it all over like that's kind of what it felt like to me yeah and, and like to where like they cut out some of the character development and so i guess we can go ahead and get into it there's a character in this movie that i have no idea what this character's purpose was why they were in this movie and i feel like she had to have been something more in the original draft of this film which is the young girl that was the niece or granddaughter oh yeah. That was yeah. the most nothing burger character I, I've ever seen in anything ever. The niece of yeah. the butler. Yeah, like, I really thought the butler was gonna get knocked out early or something. Yeah, and she would kind of take his place. And then or, she was just the watch. Yeah. And even there was some point where it was like, oh, it's just the three of us. Not even referencing her. Yeah, even four, though she if was you there. Referenced her. Yeah, they just completely didn't reference her. Yeah, I, I don't understand what happened there. I, I'm trying to find her on the cast list, and I'm like, struggling. She's probably Honestly, not on there. The two of them were my favorite. Yeah. Of the show. Well, I thought that's what they were going to do. Was just gonna, it was just going to be about kids. And I, yeah. I, now I kind of want to go back and read the books. Yeah. Just Let's out of curiosity see. to see what the books are actually about. Yeah. Yeah. So the the actor, uh, Nonso Anozi. Is that how you Anozi? pronounce Anozi? I would guess. So, yeah. He was fantastic. I yeah. really... His character was awesome. He plays... The yeah, butler. Dom. yeah, he has a longer name than that, but he's whatever, and his last name is literally Butler on here. So, yeah, but the butler, he was fantastic. He's really good. Yeah. Actually, I thought that Artemis... I was just going to say, I thought Artemis was terribly cast. Like His acting was just flat, and was, I guess he was, he was just, trying to be like a genius. Yeah, and very serious. So very and, serious, and like, oh, I know everything. I don't like kids, <laughs> for the most part. Especially pretentious kids. Yeah, and he is like, like a pretentious uh, kid. Yeah. Like that's intentionally what he's supposed. But honestly, to that probably wasn't. He wasn't my least favorite part of the movie. Like he just and see. I just kept being like, okay, he's a genius. Okay, he's that, a genius. This is why he's acting like this. Yeah, yeah, they just. I felt like his character was lacking character. <laughs> my least favorite character, and this has nothing to do with the character really, but more that they've made him a narrator. Josh Gad. The mole yeah, person. the mole. The mulch. Yeah. yeah. I hate. When if digums, anything digums. just forces the narration. This is yeah. why I couldn't watch the series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah, me too. Because I really loved the book series and I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the series, it was just narrated. The entire Constantly. like first season was narrated. And I was like, I hate this. Yeah, yeah. I did I too. Do- you're not letting these characters develop anything. You're narrating everything for them. Right. I'm yeah. not figuring anything out. And like the full, whole first like quarter of the movie is just narrating. And I'm like, yeah. please shut up. And he's, the, I hate what they did with his voice. His voice? No, I agree. That was actually the first <laughs> note I took. It's like the most like forced accent. Like, I bet his throat was killing yeah, him. Yeah, because he has a high-pitched movie. voice. Oh, does he? Yes. Well, then why did they cast him? He plays him? Olaf. He's the guy that plays Olaf. Why did they cast him? Because he has the build for it. I think personally, yeah, but you can find other people have a build for I it. I guess, yeah, but Josh Gad's famous, and he's like very much a character type of actor. Yeah. He's a comedian, like he 
but the first thing he showed up and I was just like, why are they making him do this with his voice? It is awful. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind his character. I just hated that they decided to make him a narrator. Right. And even then, yeah. you don't find out why until the very end. And I kind of thought that was all pointless. Oh, it was that that whole bit. At and the that, end, I was like, if I'm they cut about. out that, extended the story, and included more about the the, the main villain, the actual yeah. villain, yeah, and included the little girl and less yeah. about the actual butler... I thought this could have been a lot better. Yeah, the you little... could honestly say that about most of the characters. Like, the amount of actual time in their world, much less in movie time, that they knew each other, to where they become, like, we're friends for life, is what he says. Yeah. So be- you literally <laughs> knew team. that girl for one hour, run <laughs> Yeah. In the right. movie time hour. Much and you less imprisoned in- her, and then you guys became, quote-unquote, in an alliance yeah yeah and then you sort of helped each other and your dads know each other so now you're friends and then they're and like the whole like fight scene with the uh the troll or whatever yeah and they're all like calling out each other's names and i'm like you don't you know even each other have a chance to get the person's name because at no point did i hear you ask her what's your name yeah. and it would actually kind of lost me i was like who is he talking to because i didn't know her name it was just officer smalls or Whatever the, the uh, Holly, elf. I think it's Holly. Holly, Holly yeah. short, short, yeah, short. yeah, smalls, short. It's synonymous, but yeah. I yeah. was like, that's the only thing I knew her as, and they were like saying her first. They were on first name basis, and I'm like, yeah, out of nowhere. What? That's why I feel like like some of the stuff like that. I feel like I'm like I feel like they filmed more material, and it did not make the cut. Which, and I'll say this: I know that we don't keep up with a ton about movies. I do more than you guys, but we don't intentionally because. We don't want to know too much about these films so that we can come in not with without too much of a a leaning one way or the other with how the format of this podcast. But yeah, so but I did I do remember hearing over the past I don't know how long that this movie's production was very turbulent. Mm. I, I can look into it more. Maybe I'll mention it next week. But like I think that they had problems with the production of this movie and getting this movie made and out. And so I don't know what went wrong. And it seems like to me, anytime Disney releases these type of movies that aren't your traditional Disney fare, they struggle. And yeah, honestly, I, I, when Disney said they were doing this, I was kind of caught off guard. Yeah, this doesn't fit their normal build. It's a child yeah. criminal mastermind who declares it at the end of the movie. Oh, but I am a criminal mastermind. Which, which how? Like, yeah. please explain to me how he's a criminal mastermind because, because he planned a heist on his. Something that his dad stole in his own house. Yeah, but like, I mean, it wasn't like the heist wasn't like that. I wouldn't even call it a heist. Yeah, but it's still kind of a heist. Well, he had to plan this whole thing so he could get somebody there to that could crack. He did. I guess it was just like I'm like, are you really a criminal mastermind yet? Though, like, you're just kind of like. And that's why I feel like when I read the books as a kid, I was like, man. This guy is kind of a criminal mastermind. Yeah. So and I, then they kind of played it down. Yeah, I heard that they intentionally downplayed his criminal aspect. Well, that's why I was like, this is a weird thing for Disney. Yeah. Because, you know, this is not quite somebody you want as a role model. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and the weird thing is they're supposed to be criminal masterminds, but at the same time, they're the good guys. So, like, are you really criminals if you're the good guys? Well, like, there's still it's still theft, even though it's yeah, theft so. for the right intentions. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So that's another reason I'm like, Disney. Right. Yeah. Like what maybe kind of Universal or somebody else children? could pick this up and be like, yeah, this will be a fun movie. It's edgy, right. edgy kids movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. But Disney Lionsgate. Is, yeah. 
yeah. A23. Oh, my God. Yeah, they haven't branched into kids' movies yet. I don't want to see what kind of kids' movie they would put out. I would love it because I love that studio. <laughs> yeah, they do do great stuff. So, yeah, I um, this whole thing, I know like last week we were able to go through it kind of in order pretty well. Um, and I did take semi-decent notes this time as well. And one of the things, one of my biggest notes was that the sets in this movie I thought were fantastic. Like, well, because it's all in Ireland. Yeah. Well, and even like the house, like his house looked awesome and like the basement of the house. And then like all of the set dressing and stuff for the like underworld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was super cool. And so I will say that too. So I knew nothing about this at all. I have never really seen a legit fantasy sci-fi like this to the point in which like we're talking about Lord of the Rings levels fantasy creatures in a full-blown sci-fi environment with like basically spaceships and high tech right like fantasy creatures with high tech and i don't know that i've ever seen anything quite like that. it's a super interesting concept you're right i don't i can't really think of anything either and i mean we're all like right yeah bright kind of but that's Uh, more of what's that uh, onward kind of kind of and it's still none of them are quite like this hunter but they don't have like anything futuristic it was all like obviously it's it's still a world of you know, trolls and whatever yeah. under the ground, which is similar, but it yeah. doesn't have the high tech mumbo jumbo that they had in this one. Sure, yeah, because this was like legit spaceships and right. like like fairies don't have wings; they have crazy mechanical like wing mechanical suits wings. Suits, they yeah. were more technical technologically advanced than we are. The, yeah, than the humans, which is super cool. Like, I mean, honestly, it's hard to do anything new anymore, and especially since this book's actually a bit older. I was like, this is actually super creative. Like, it's really smart. So I, I was impressed with all that for coming in just very blind and not knowing. And I love center of the earth stuff. So I'm just like obsessed with it. So <laughs> I like, I'm, I was all about that. I was, I was on board with that yeah. for sure. Uh, as much complaints as I have about this movie, it is a good kids movie yeah. for sure. Like, it, and that's why I kept telling back, myself, you know, yeah. like we're picking through some things right now, but like when you're watching it. And if you're trying to think of it, like, just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, just right. for, like, it's a lot easier to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just a pop. If I was movie. a kid, I would be obsessed with this movie, I'm sure. Because yeah. I always have these delusions of grandeur of, like, <laughs> the, the military coming and a helicopter landing my yard. And, like, oh, we need you for a special mission because you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. And you're just the right size. And you're super smart and athletic. And all the things I'm not currently. Which is yeah. exactly kind of what happens, more or right. less. Yeah, exactly. So, so, as a kid, I would love this movie 100%. Yeah. Obviously, as an adult, I see a lot of flaws with it, and it's not enjoyable in that sense. It was still a good movie. Yeah. And it was fine, but, like, it wasn't as good as it could have been. Which is sad, because I had, a, like, thinking about it makes me think of, like, it, this could have been so much so better yeah. if they would have taken their time to build the actual relationships between them and mm-hmm. build more on the story, especially with the background with the the bad guy because you literally knew nothing nothing, nothing. you nope. don't even know their motivation nope. he, you don't she, know i think what, it's a she i think it is a point. she uh i don't know still couldn't quite tell but yeah anyway, like i mean the whole motivation was that it wants to control that thing right so yeah. that it, because they're bad it's the ultimate power yeah yeah whatever so that the is animus, <laughs> yeah whatever it's called. yeah whatever that thing was called yeah but and it's like okay fine i do understand it's a kid's movie but at the same time you could at least tell us 
like what this character's motivation is aside from just like having power like yeah you know what's this character's backstory like even if we don't get to know exactly who this person is and you save it for the next movie maybe we at least want to know why this person wants to take over maybe it is that they want to take over earth and like give us a little bit more about that or right whatever the right. case may be like and it's, just... it's even like i would have i feel like i would almost prefer to know that story of the the officer's small shorts sure, whatever yeah her dad like that story yeah, that i feel like would have been really fun to know about like and that him, could have honestly been like a, a couple minute intro yeah like a flash right. yeah that would have been perfect like a whereas flashback. kind of him like getting not killed exactly but you could just show him like being defeated yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah. And like, because I mean, he dies. Well, they, I mean, they, they could allude. show him getting killed after seeing Goonies the other day. They can definitely show him getting killed because <laughs> well, I don't think they, Goonies would be considered a kid the 80s show now. Different oh, not time. now. They, they were. Yeah, <laughs> that's that a rated R movie nowadays. Seriously, okay? it almost is. There's, it's rated PG, and there's this, a part where a kid gets locked in a room with a dead body that keeps falling on top of him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, PG thirteen. Yeah, and multiple like swear words and all kinds of stuff. I was just like. Oh, the eighties slash nineties. Like <laughs> it was a different time. Good time sure. to live. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that's why we're so perfect right now. It Look is, at exactly. <laughs> so, um, I did one of the things that was the best scene of the movie, and one of the creative, most creative, cool things was when Mulch opens his mouth up <laughs> uh, and it proceeds to eat the dirt and crap it out in someone's face which is also like you're just talking about something and like you never seen innovative yeah. that is another innovative concept it is it, yeah. for, for, for like a, a mole person yeah. kind of deal yeah that dwarves are literally just mole people yeah that's the most right innovative way to think about dwarves yeah like, how would you I've move dirt seen. this Brilliant. is a perfectly logical thing right yeah they're like, so good at digging how because they eat it and i wanted to swear really bad yeah right yeah then. and it just comes out the rear end yeah they blast it out yeah. like yeah yeah and then on top of that it's like that was awesome and then like we know that he's a big thief and he's been robbing people and whatever and then he turns around and hacks something a safe with his beard and the beard is coming out of his nose at one point. His yeah. nose hair. Nose hair is getting on it. Like, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. That was that's super the, that's cool. why there's so many, like, cool things. And I'm like, I want more of this. I want yeah. more of that. Take all this stuff. Please make an adult movie. Yeah. Like a rated R movie. Yeah. With, like, a three-hour movie of just kind of, like, take all these concepts, put yeah. it in here, and I want to see this. Yeah. I want that, that would be to sweet. happen. Yeah, an adult version of this where it's just it's literally following Colin Farrell's Artemis Fowl instead of the kids yeah. uh, the kid Artemis. Yeah. Yes. where he's working yes. with smalls yeah. or shorts. Hey, all right. That, Disney yeah. owns Fox. If they have the rights to this, they just scrap it and they do an adult Artemis Fowl movie. I'm in. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm here for they it. They should do it. At um, least make it PG-13 because aren't a lot of the uh, Marvel movies PG-13? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they could easily make it PG-13. They could put oh, all this sure. action in here just and release still it make under it the Fox banner. Yeah, just Why not? like yeah, let Fox take all the heat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also, another creative thing was the big giant troll and that fight when you first learn that they can freeze time. Yeah, and they kind of that's their like um, their men in black moment of like yeah. being able to freeze time. And then it well, was well, no, go ahead. No, because I was going to jump to a different part. Just going nitpick. No, go ahead. Okay, so that very first scene when you know about them freezing time and it's in Italy somewhere, mm -hmm. undisclosed location. So they freeze everything, and you even see inanimate objects. I was first. I was thinking to to 
justify my complaint. Yeah. It's like maybe it's just living beings that get frozen, but in that they have the record playing. <laughs> players playing. Old, uh, like I was thinking song. that the record like, was I, I was maybe thinking on the, the record outside. was actually just outside yeah, of no, the, the, the it's huge bubble. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking that too. I was like, maybe it's outside, but no, yeah. it's like literally like six inches further. There's like a grape hold, like frozen time. Oh, weird. So yeah, but the record's was, still playing. Yeah. It was for the atmosphere. Right. You gotta have I'll the be, atmosphere. Again, you it's can't a good stop movie. the music. Yeah, sure. can't kill the music. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Even time can't stop <laughs> the music. Can't stop. Won't stop. Yeah. Got to make the booty drop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's safe. We can <laughs> say that PG. That's yeah. safe. Um. So then I loved how the troll came back into play later and they literally used him as a battering ram to ram through the doors <laughs> at Artemis's house and then they all fight him. And like all that was really creative yeah. and neat. Yeah. So it's like this movie has some good ideas. I just feel like there was just a few key things that like threw the whole thing off to where it yeah. It could have been just. It could have been so much. It could have been the next yeah. Harry Potter. Like, yeah, it could have. Yeah, make it two and a half hours. If they did a better like main character, work. yeah. worked in more like the 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 other bodyguard yep. chick. Yeah, yeah, his niece. Yeah, because yeah. her character like Seems I was to be really cool. Well, and I was like, real cool, awesome. You're throwing in another kid here to flesh out his character because his character kind of stinks because he's just very dry and he's supposed to be the smarty pants. Mm-hmm. And I get all that, but like the movie's called Artemis Fowl. This is your main character. You need to give him some depth. So then you add in this kid character, this other kid who's like supposed to help with him. And then she just like is in, she shows up in a scene and she just like disappears and then she pops up at the end of you it. See her at like, the, like, they the literally even talk the about it. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to bring her in for extra help. Yeah. And then like at the end of the movie, it's like she just like, like pop back up and you're just like where has she been what is what is her deal she was on the lighthouse as a lookout the whole time yeah 10 minutes of the runtime of the hour and a half long movie like hanging from a ledge in the house oh yeah yeah what and on top of that impressive forearm grip yeah yeah i couldn't hang no well and so also it's like I mean, her and Artemis had almost zero interaction together like zero screen time together and they're supposed to be the two kids like that was kind of a problem I guess I had with it. They didn't really focus on Artemis Fowl that much. No, they really did. It was, it was, it was basically actually more about fifty percent about Holly Short, yeah, and Artemis, yeah. And I, I think the books are like that too. But they still, okay. like the first book, at least, still focuses more. From what I remember, the first book is really about Artemis Fowl, yeah, and like this story. And then the second one is about Holly, okay, trying to like track down, I guess, those people. But I remember it's like she's. It starts off with her, and then she ends up going to him for help. Okay. It's for whoever killed her dad. I yeah, assume. I think so. I don't really remember, huh. but I just I definitely remember reading it and being like, I thought this was about Artemis as a kid, and then you find uh, out like it's about Holly. Yeah. Yeah. And with Artemis's help. Huh. But it was kind of like, but I just remember he was like banned from the underworld because he actually like, uh, goes into the underworld and things like that. Really? Like, you're not allowed down here. You're a human. Huh. Interesting. His dad. They said that he got banished yeah. from there. Obviously, which yeah. actually we haven't even brought up Colin Farrell yet. Like he did a good job. He did for what which, he was in was good. Like uh, he, I've seen him in worse. Like yeah, oh yeah, he was bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, this was just like a dad character. Yeah, he yeah. was that. He was he was a pretty good, good character job. though. Yeah. yeah, and that man just doesn't age. He's so handsome. Like he's yeah, just, he does he's, not age. He's a stud. Like he's great. I I, yeah. I really. Yeah, he's a good looking man. I'm excited to see him be penguin. Like the his movie's so weird. I hope yeah. he talks. He's the new penguin in the like new Batman penguin. movie. He's playing penguin. Uh, 
Nobody's uh, going to okay. do it better than the Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito is, is the penguin. Yeah. He's, I, I don't know how you'd ever... He's a greasy little slime person. <laughs> opposite people. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's something. Yeah. So, yeah, you have that to look forward to. I'm sure we'll be talking about cool. it in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there's all that. I, I've talked about most of the good points that we pointed out. Um I got plenty of bad points. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm always a go-to bad point person. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about most of my issues with it. I mean, one of the other things we kind of touched on was like, for me, the end, it just fell apart. Like, and it was just really corny. The end was so corny to me. It really caught me off guard. I thought there was going to be more to it, but it was like, oh, here's the thing. Okay, it's over. Yeah, he's just like, and I'm a criminal mastermind. And I literally verbally said, no, you're not. <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> you're a criminal. <laughs> Your dad was the criminal. You, you just not yeah. even hit puberty. You kind of did something. Like, yeah, I mean, right. you know, like what he did was like neat. And you, you staged this thing. Like you stay. Well, and it also it's like, wait, like how is mulch like your homie now? That's what uh, I'm saying. Is like like well, relationships were built instantly. Like why did mulch not just take the oculus or whatever and then called. dive down yeah. and run and away and then leave like yeah because he, he just, probably could have he used just stood it. there with it he was like so loyal to them that he was willing to go to prison to Before rely them. on them to get him out yeah which tells me like all of that just seems like it's like there's got to be more movie somewhere yeah, yeah. Like, like an extra at least 30 minutes yeah i mean if everybody's Easy. calling for the snyder cut i'm calling for the branna cut because <laughs> yeah. i want to see the I want this cut. movie to be so much more than it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to read the book. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, to see, like... To see how they build the characters there. Like, with it being a kid's book, like, it's probably a pretty reasonably reasonable read. Yeah, I imagine it's very much like the first Harry Potter. Yeah, I'll probably, honestly, like, I might, like, get my kids into it once they get a little older, because I can see these books being really good. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic premise. And, like, I would have... Like, I was actually super excited at the beginning, because I was like, this is the kind of movie that I've been looking... Like I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, like, yeah. It feels like they don't I want make this movies like, like cool this spy person kid movie. Yeah, like that's and really we just cool. Don't see a whole lot of those anymore. No, we don't. And and but and, and the type that like adults and kids can watch together that has some depth and it's not like right. super stupid or whatever. Right. Like this could have really been something, and I think as much as it gets right, it gets some essential things wrong. Yeah. That I think hurt it. But and I mean, like I said doesn't make this a bad movie in my eyes like i like i think if when my kids get like eight or nine I'll be like watch it you'll probably like it you know yeah. like yeah for sure you know so yeah it's just it, it's kind of a shame that that was the case with those things but oh, one more thing yeah judy dench since we haven't talked about that either yeah yeah she's just doing doing whatever she wants she's like i don't care yeah yeah i'll give a flying four-leaf clover <laughs> to use her words yeah yep. yeah is how she's just like treating her movie selections i think she's just like yeah yes i want to do that i'm gonna do that also right. i don't care whatever yeah she's way down she's, on the imdb she's list proven herself over so many decades yeah oh, yeah and no she's 100 right i love it yeah because i was like oh judy dench is in this what yeah well she was actually fairly disappointing from her other performances yeah but yeah she's still, it's still yeah. judy dench well, I mean, like, she's like 80 something years old so do yeah. you guys think she was lowering her voice on purpose or do you think her voice just kind of sounds like that now no she was lowering know. it or they were digitally altering it oh you think i, I didn't even like... notice i didn't really oh, her was voice her was very Mulch. gravelly yeah huh they were okay. like they do the same thing with their voices. Like, I'm gonna dig. Yeah, I mean, I, I know she's 800 years old, I'm a man but, dang. Child, but yeah, yeah. 
And I, I will say too, all the creatures looked really cool. Like the goblins were super cool. They were. And like yeah. just all, yeah. all the different. If they would have just spent a little more time because those like pointless things, like him going to jail and all that. Yeah. yeah. Was kind of point. I mean, I guess it kind of built his character that he's a thief and that he's been caught yeah. a couple times. But he's been like 200 years, he said. It was yeah. his first sentence or something. Right. Like, this is his third time going there. So it shows yeah. that he's old. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're all super old. Like all these mythical creatures so are all humans right. are the only right. people who don't live very long. Apparently, yeah. But yeah, yeah, we get the surface. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. They have all because the, technology. the sun is killing us. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think we've talked about this pretty good bit. Yeah. Honestly. I would like, give it a thumbs up overall. I would, too. especially if yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. I would love this movie. Yeah. But obviously, there's a lot of glaring issues that I have from just a movie perspective. Like, sure. I want it to be more. That's my main takeaway from this. Is like, I like it, but I would love it if it was more. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, like, it doesn't let me down in regards to Kenneth Branagh. Like, I feel like after seeing this, I'm like, he's still a competent director. Like, he's still talented. I just feel like somebody might have meddled with his movie a little bit. Like, Which I, tends to happen a lot, especially when you does. see movies that aren't, that don't do well. Yeah. You hear later on, oh, yeah, well, in post-production, we chopped exactly. out a bunch of stuff, and then we reshot a couple scenes, or didn't even bother reshooting, we're just going to go with it. Yeah, and I, the funny thing is, we might not hear a whole lot out of this one, for the simple fact that it's Disney, and like, thou shall not speak oh, yeah. ill against the Disney. It's so, in the vault. Yeah, exactly. So this might... I, I'm curious to see if anything comes out from Kenneth Branagh talking about this. And Maybe won't, he, won't, he won't want to burn a bridge with Disney. Yeah, he might not. If it does, what'll happen is he'll make some sly little comment or something when the next like, like three years on, from now yeah, when the murder on the Nile comes out actually that's this year uh his next the murder of the Orient really? express sequel should uh, be it's supposed you think to be so? huh. uh, from what i've heard it's been done uh like i said this movie even though he directed this one too this movie i think has been stuck in like development hades for a while uh so if at least from what i gathered so uh, you know it, but i'm pretty sure that the Nile movie is coming out like this year Mm. so we'll see what he does with that yeah i'm gonna go ahead and guess that mm -hmm. armis found is not a sequel no they I would guess they not. set it up for one they, they did, did. well that, they literally hung their hat on a sequel right yeah and i really don't think these rotten tomato scores might tell us well and then this also comes down to the problem of the production cost yeah and that this, this didn't go like into an theater expensive movie oh yeah it looks very expensive yeah and it didn't go into theater so they didn't really make any money on this movie well really think about yeah. it yeah can i also bring up one other nitpicky thing go ahead <laughs> sure just it, so the time freeze yeah was that freezing time inside or outside of the show i because, could not like for the rome thing or the i guess they Italy can control thing? they can do either it? or oh, okay. i think they can do either or that was kind of my vibe yeah, yeah i was like the wave is like for the second one, the wave yeah. was, was stuck outside. on the outside uh -huh. with the boat in midair and all that. Yeah. So I, I, that's how I yeah. gathered. It was just, like, it, it could, like they could switch. choose which yeah. way to freeze. Okay. So yeah. Sorry to bring but did it, did, did it freeze the whole planet then? Or yeah, it almost seems like it would. Like they, or was for, it like a But then it's miles? like, is it just the surface you're freezing? Does the core forward? still... 
I don't know. I'm I not, need I'm to not know the this. on fairy tech. So. I need to see Rick and Morty's take on this time technology. <laughs> is what I need to see. Right. But they even did like the time lapse afterwards because like once mm-hmm. the actual thing broke, oh, like you saw like right. da, 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 like yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah everything time did catch. Well, then everything up. was all gra- gravy after that. Yeah. But it yeah. also like it, it was moved weird. forward like. Three days. I'm pretty sure I saw the sunrise and saw sunset. Yeah, we did. Like, I thought it was like times. I thought it was once. I thought it was like a good like twelve or twenty four hours. But even then, those could have been. Yeah, it seemed like a decent chunk of time. Yeah, yeah. like. Anyway. But even then, they're like you have thirty minutes, so that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, I'm really confused as to how time works in yeah. this world. But yeah, you know, that's it's all wibbly wobbly. Yeah, timey wimey, timey wimey, wibbly wobbly. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, let's look at these scores. Yeah, let's do that. I yeah. want to see this. So let's do guys, it. Matt, can you see it? Yep, I'm good. Okay, awesome. All right, I'm gonna pull it up right here. Got it ready to go. And Artemis Fowl got a you. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Mean, uh, win. Okay, sheesh. Oh, sheesh. These are the lowest scores we've had on any movie to date since oh, doing this oh. podcast. Oh, so it is sitting at a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes by critics. Yep, and a twenty-one percent by audiences. I was overly optimistic. This movie got absolutely destroyed i'm honestly quite surprised that the audience score is as low as it is but then i kind of yeah i mean but is the narrator (laughs) yeah i mean it makes me think i mean and if we think about like how this system works in general which normally with the way that we do this we like to look at audience primarily as what the actual score and the general consensus should be because but like that is a brutal I wonder what the lowest Disney score is. I don't know. This so, is up there. There is 130 yes. uh, critics who rated this, yes. and 10% of that yeah. gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. So that's 13 people <laughs> out of 130 God, that's gave crazy. it a thumbs up. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And then so the audience was out of 1,460 people, which is honestly still pretty low for an on- uh, oh, yeah. uh, audience score. But and so my thing is like with kids movies, I'm so torn. and that's the thing. These are all probably adults reviewing it, and I bet if they if it was all people that it was aimed at, like ten, yeah. twelve year olds, yeah, I would be very curious. Yeah, to see I want to know how the scores would actually differ for sure. I'd really yeah. like to know what kids are thinking of this. And this film. movie could have been so much more. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. If you tacked on an extra thirty minutes, even well, that, that was yeah. the strangest thing, like. I don't know why they didn't. I don't right. either. You can do a two-hour movie for tweens. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. No, well, like, they'll Harry watch Potter it. Potter is, what, two to two and a half hours long? I don't yeah. think the first one is. The first one no. was shorter. I think okay. the first one's an hour and a half, maybe an hour and You think 45. it's that short? Yeah. Okay. And then they continue. And then the like second, they, they get longer and longer. Yeah. But then they're also aimed at older and gen- older people at that point. Yeah, as you go on. But still, but so... what you were saying about, like, the cuts and, like, cutting it out. Like, yeah. If you've already filmed it, I feel yeah, like that's... Why all of the production costs like why would you like why make it so short yeah i don't know which clear this these scores it makes me wonder if this is why they decided to stick it on disney plus versus waiting for it to come out in theaters but i guess the other thing being right now disney has so many properties and they own so much that they're already competing with themselves That's so fair. as far as corona goes anything that is gonna get in the way of a bigger pro- property has to just go to Disney Plus with this Corona age. Like, yeah, like their schedules are so planned out for when their movies come out, so that they're not fighting themselves. Mm-hmm. That I feel like this one was an obvious casualty 
of what's going to get pushed to Disney+. Plus. So, what was your critic score that you saw? 11. Really? Yeah, it was 11. Oh, and so it's dropped 1%. Your, um, I guessed, I guessed in the 50s, I okay. think. I can look up to see what we all said. Can we just confirm that yeah. I actually won? Yeah, you won. Yeah, because yours was 47 yeah, and 53. Yep. And oh yeah, I said 62 for, for audience, and Matt was uh, 55 and 75. Yeah, I was way too optimistic. The world yeah. is literally going to end. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> you winning. Both. You won both. So. Oh. Yeah, that's impressive, man. Uh, so what it says under the critics' consensus is a would-be franchise starter that will anger fans of the source material and leave newcomers befuddled. Artemis Fowl, frustratingly flightless. And I'm guessing once I read the book, I'll come back and be like, this movie ruined it. <laughs> Which is almost every yeah. book to movie. Like, yeah, mini adaptations. It's just so hard to... No one get me started on the Dark Tower movie. <laughs> Uh, or Ready Player I One. I actually was okay with it. Oh, God. It makes me so angry. I've, I've, like, I've read like two chapters of the, have, graphic, the graphic novel, novel yeah. that I got you. I yeah. still haven't cool. finished it. But I'll keep going. It's good. I will. I it's will. cool artwork in there. It is really cool. The Dark I like the story. Yeah, it is a really It is story. different, though. It is. It's very A lot different. different. Yeah. It's Even good just stuff. the two chapters that I read. <laughs> oh, very different than yeah. that movie. That was garbage. Um, so It is garbage. <laughs> I haven't even seen it, but I've read the book. Like the first couple books. And just based on the trailer, yeah, trailer. I can tell trailer. the trailer just took six books and smashed them together. Yeah, yeah. in like, and I was like, oh, what? Yeah, I already no know this is garbage. Seven books, seven books. I didn't know how many. I was yeah. a guess. You have a set, and like the last book is the size of the Bible, and all of the stuff was in like an a hour, two hour movie. Not even. I think it was like an hour and forty five minutes or something. Huh. It's an abomination. It should have been like the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and instead it was just like. I don't know. Because even, even if they did, they crushed it into three, three yes. movies. That would have been fine. Oh, I know. Yeah, better than that. But granted, this isn't the Dark Tower podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shamefully. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is a shame. So uh, it's really funny. Two people from the Sydney Morning Herald both reviewed it, and one gave it a splat, and one gave it a solid tomato. I feel like we've talked about Brad Newsom before. I think we have talked about like he Brad he was Newsom. the guy we really liked. Yep, and he liked this movie, so. We like you. Yeah, Brad, Brad Newsom, he said, the big ticket Disney movie is a visual spectacular expertly assembled but it looks unlikely to be remembered in an all time as an all-time classic i mean that's fair yeah it is for sure like they just I, missed too much on the story oh brad hitting yeah. it again which he, this, he just posted that yesterday so i guess yeah, this is newly re- released uh, uh this came like out a... last friday oh. oh yeah about a week okay yeah so we're yeah we're not too far behind when this came out on yeah. disney plus so on the same Hand uh, from the same company, Sandra Hall, said, A sense of indecision hangs over the whole exercise. Starting with the screenplay, which has four names attached, nobody seems to know how funny they're meant to be. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if that's in reference to the books. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. There's so many splats here. I'll read one more, <laughs> yeah. one more solid, and one more splat. So, uh, Brian Lowry with CNN. Oh, I don't know if we should read anything yeah. CNN has to say. I'm we'll gonna skip okay. that one. We'll go with Peter Travers from the Rolling Stone, which he was a splat. Uh, but uh, said this failed Harry Potter wannabe replaces <laughs> the naughty fun of Ewan Colford's young A novels about a 12 year old criminal mastermind with a dramatically inert and emotionally empty film facsimile facsimile nice 
So yeah, he didn't like it. Um, I'm looking. <laughs> for, probably won't find any more. I'm looking for solid. one more. So- oh, oh, I did. Ah. I just didn't want to read CNNs. Um, okay, so oh nope, that's Brad Newsom again. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, Mark Commode. <laughs> commode. <laughs> commode in Mayo's you know, film review. You know that people called him Commode. Solid. Um, okay, uh, a fun, fleeting, rather flimsy romp. It doesn't have classic qualities, but it works if you take it for what it is. A 95-minute supernatural fantasy. Yeah. That's I can, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's a kid's Disney movie. It's a movie. kid's movie. It's like, a tween Disney movie. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like... It's still, this is proving, now granted, if we look at what the normal, like the general audience had to say, they were still pretty harsh on this, but you got to look at the types of people that are going to get on here and review like a kid's movie like this. Like, I don't know what kind of audience you're polling there. I wouldn't, like Matt said, I want to know what kids have to say about this, but I just unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see probably not any 13 year olds on here yeah. out here dropping reviews no i like dragons <laughs> <laughs> solid 100 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i wish we did though yeah i would like to see those reviews but yeah i just feel like they were unreasonably brutal on this thing i mean I, not to say that everybody should have given it just like yeah. you know perfect scores across the board but it just but once th- again. This comes down to the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. Right, yes, it's back to the Rotten Tomatoes problem. Right, like we'd probably give it like a I don't know if I was going to like a six out of ten it, or maybe, something. Yeah, like yeah. a sixty or seventy. Seventy. Yeah, like probably well, closer guy, to a sixty on it. But this guy gave it a fifty percent, and it's a splat. Yeah, exactly. This guy gave it a fifty percent. It's a splat. Splat. Exactly. Yeah. This is like so why is a fifty percent a splat it, for you? Right. Which like, means it's just it's a thumbs up or thumbs down. And this yeah. Is, right. And this is just like it's okay. Yeah. It's a sideways yeah. thumb. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, it's just this broken system that we'll continue to point out week by week. But <laughs> this one's right. Yeah. I mean, all of us technically would have probably given it a halfway thumb or semi thumbs up, yeah. you know. Like, for a kid, I would yeah, give it a thumbs kid up. For a, yeah, thumbs up. For me, so, I would give it a thumbs down. Yeah. So, like, with that being the case, though, it's kind of like, does, people yeah. are, the, the problem is people are going to go, they're going to see, I saw this got a 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to give it a chance. Yeah, Even though it does a lot of cool right. stuff, like exactly. you're pointing out. Yeah. Like a lot it, of cool concepts. Like, yeah, but. I think that this does deserve to be seen. And I think it's a shame that no one's going to see it because of bad Rotten Tomato scores. Yep. I, this will definitely like, yeah, this is going down fall by the wayside in 10 years. We'll be like, some of the top ter- most terrible, oh, terrible yeah. movies ever. It's, on, movies. it's on a list. Now, yeah. Oh yeah. It's sure. on a list for sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing. I don't think it necessarily belongs on one of those lists. Like, it's not perfect. It's not even great, but it's not terrible. Like, right. It had potential. Yeah. It has potential. Yeah, exactly. But they're not going to bring no. a sequel. No, no, especially after those scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they do, it's going to be like a $10 million budget with, like, doo-doo CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and a cast of nobody from the right. original movie. Yeah. The yeah. fact that you had Judy Dench in this movie. Yeah. Like, Oh, she was in Cats, though. She was in Cats. Well, well, again, but that's Where's like her career high going budget. Now? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, that was they, everyone thought Cats was going to be amazing, and then yeah. it got tore up. Yeah. I yeah. have not seen it yet. That, that one wasn't expected to flop either. I still, We still got to see it. Yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> So we're done with talking about this thing. Let's go ahead and do our send-off song. So if you don't know, we sure. do a song every week, and one from each of us. And you can listen to these on our Spotify playlist. The link is in our show notes. Actually, everything's in the show notes. Make sure to check those out. It has timestamps and anything and everything you might want to find out. So check those out and and, and actually follow our playlist. Uh, love to know that people are listening to these songs and checking them out week to week. So... 
definitely do that as well. So you guys want to go ahead and do yours, whoever wants to start? Yeah. Sure. So this is something my wife sent me. Okay. And she sent it to you, Blaine, too. Oh, she, oh she okay. Yes. Uh, it's a Snow on the Bluff. Yes. By J. Cole. Yeah. It is a very politically it is. driven song, and it's very poignant and about the times. Yeah. So it, I think it it's something a lot of people should listen to. Yeah, and it's catching some, <laughs> some heat. I'm, ca- I'm sure it's catching some heat and some yeah. flack. But yeah, I think it's good. I think people need to uh, speak their opinion and not be afraid to. Yeah. And this guy's speaking his truth. And he so, is. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. But, yeah, Chris, what you got? I just wanted to ride out that awkward <laughs> silence. Hey, man, no such thing. <laughs> no, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Mine, I will go with uh, Geo, I believe it is. Um, it's yeah. G-I-O. Okay. And the name of the song is Old Dusty Road. It's kind of a depressing, sad song. Oh, but great. I've had so many, like, oh. bubbly, uplifting ones. I had to throw in, like, a, a sadder song, but it's good. Okay, nice. Good to hear. Yeah, I made a mistake and didn't pick a song for this week so you were just bragging earlier i I know i'm normally well i did have a bunch of songs from kipo and i have been listening to a bunch of new stuff but my problem is that i'm trying to remember which ones are the ones that i liked the most so i'll just say this one because i think this is one that i remember so the song is called sunday and it's by andra gunter um, it's A-N-D-R-A, Gunter, G-U-N-T-E-R, and the song's called Sunday. And that's one of the songs that I picked up from Kipo. And I hope that this is one of the ones that I liked a lot, because <laughs> I've just been slowly adding some of these Kipo songs onto my playlist. So I'm kind of still deciding which ones I like the most stuff. Because Kipo has a very distinct music style that is not, it's almost rides the line of like some sort of hip-hop. like hip electronic yeah yeah it's like electronic yeah, hip-hop yeah. it's a very specific genre that you don't hear a lot and i really dig it trip-hop uh, yeah it's kind of like trip-hop it's stuff like it's the type like i love it my wife hates it every time i put the songs from people on <laughs> really? yeah she doesn't like it so i don't get to always listen to it but hmm. so apparently i'm a trip-hop fan i guess so but yeah so that's a good one too so i will add these to the playlist and as far as next week right now the plan is to do king of staten island now we will have to discuss, and you will, I guess, see what shakes out and happens next week. But there have been discussions of an entirely new podcast cast on next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, not entirely new. I'll be here. Invasion but, of the Wives. Yeah, Invasion yeah. of the Wives, possibly. So we'll see what happens. They like Pete Davidson, so they might be talking about that with me. So it might be really interesting what happens next week. So we'll see if they actually end up on the podcast. But so, okay, I mean, see you guys next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see you in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Perfectly. I've yeah. already agreed to give up my. Oh, have you? All right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. So we might see Chris in two weeks. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll, she had mentioned sharing, and I was like, "No." We'll see. Well, so I guess the bigger question of the day will be if Matt's wife decides. <laughs> I don't to, know. Zena better do this. I'm calling yeah. you out right now. <laughs> we'll see. You, you heard it. You Z. better call her out in person. Yeah, I will in five minutes <laughs> when we walk out of this room. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so King of Staten Island next week. It's uh, it's the other movie that's come out that I think people are talking about. So. We'll see how it is. We've been talking about it for a while since we really liked... Or, well, actually, no. I think I was the only one that really liked his last film that we reviewed. I liked it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because we did... Uh, what was it? Gosh, I'm struggling with the name of the movie. We reviewed it quite a few weeks back. Uh, Big Time Adolescence. Yeah, oh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't... But it's a different director, right? Yeah it's... Uh, yeah, it's not... No, this is Judd Apatow. 
But he did he do big he, time? He did not do big time. That's that what was, I was asking. It's a different director. Yes, it is a different director. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I might like this one. No, oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I might. like Pete Davidson. Yeah, and I like Machine Gun Kelly. So yeah, it's true. And they're both in I it. I like well, half the cast. Yeah. Well, and also uh, another comedian is in it, and I can't think of his name. He's great. Uh, he was in He's Mandalorian. Great. He's bald. Oh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr is in it, oh, yeah. and he has like a Fu Manchu. So nice. cool, and he plays like a firefighter and stuff. He's supposed to be in it, and probably I would guess knowing, I won't. I would not be surprised if it is like his previous movies where it has he has a lot of friends um, showing up. The director does, and he has he, he like he's the reason that Judd Apatow is pretty much why a huge group of comedians are all famous right now. Which being oh, yeah. uh, Paul Rudd and Pete Holmes, uh, who Pete Holmes? Uh, they are yeah, him and Pete Holmes are homies. Um, also Seth Rogen, that whole crew of guys that they're, they're like all buddies with him. So I would not be surprised if a bunch of those people show up in this movie. I'll actually probably be more surprised if they don't show up. Yeah. So I, I'm excited about it though. We'll see see what everybody thinks about it. But so that's next week. But. Outside of that, I uh, just want to give special thanks to Dominic with Ketsa Music. That's K-E-T-S-A, Ketsa Music. Uh, and you can go to ketsamusic.com to listen to his music and download a lot of it for free. And then outside of that, uh, we also want to give a special thanks to Aubrey Troutman. And n- no thanks to her husband because <laughs> he is a human turd who's not here right now. So <laughs> We scared him off after last week. <laughs> we did. He was on the podcast <laughs> last week. and Yeah, no, he's dad mode and hard this week, so he couldn't make it. So we totally understand. But um, outside of that, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us at criticallyaroused.fireside.com. And you can find us at criticallyaroused on Instagram. On Facebook, we're at criticallyaroused. And on Twitter, we're at arouse media but i do not know how much longer that twitter account is going to last because i hate twitter i got it for this podcast and it is a dumpster fire and i hate it (laughs) so i might be getting rid of it so we'll see if it hangs around and no one even cares clearly that listens to us about our twitter and i really don't either so maybe that's why we have to use it oh we have zero followers so um perfect yeah we get decent traction on uh instagram but nothing on twitter so i think i'm going to delete it yeah i've basically just been using it to creep but you know (laughs) so (laughs) yeah but anyways so that's that hit us up on instagram that's where we're most active and talking and all that fun stuff so anyways we'll see you next week folks laters later